Our verse this morning comes from Matthew 21, 18 to 22. In the morning when he returned to the city, he was hungry. And seeing a fig tree by the side of the road, he went to it and found nothing at all on it but leaves. Then he said to it, May no fruit ever come from you again. And the fig tree withered at once. When the disciples saw it, they were amazed, saying, How did the fig tree wither at once? Jesus answered them, Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only will you do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say this to the mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, it will be done. Whatever you ask for in prayer with faith, you will receive. Obviously, you can tell by the scripture that um, I think it's fair to say that there are no fig newtons in heaven. Um, boy, he got mad at that tree, didn't he? Um, we always look at this, this passage here as the, the, what you can achieve with, um, with faith, with prayer. A lot of people, they, they just jump right to that and they say, you know, if you, Jesus says, you know, whatever you pray on, whatever you, you, know, you guys think about and everything like that, it'll come true for you. I mean, look at this. I just killed a tree. And I, I can't get past that part. You know, what was going on there when Jesus is walking down the street and he wants a Fig Newton and suddenly he's denied that and so he just kills a tree? That's a little weird in the, in the thing, you know? But you, you know what? I think it was C.S. Lewis, who was a, a famous author and also known as a theologian, who said something about... Um, Friendships are based on two people saying, I know how that feels. And I wonder if I look at the things that Jesus did, and I don't think that Jesus did anything that was not purposeful. I also don't think that Jesus did anything that we cannot, under, that cannot reach us and have some sort of meaning for us today, 2,000 years later. That's, that's the beauty and the mystery of, of Christ. But this one's weird. This one's just kind of bizarre. You know, when I was a kid, I used to get uh, picked on. I was, I was short. Uh, I, I, was, uh, I was bald. No, <laughs> that, took, that happened after I was 12. But when um, <laughs> Charlie Brown and I... Um, but I was, you know, uh, I was made fun of sometimes. I was bullied sometimes, you know. And I, as I grew in my faith, I could, I could, uh, I could feel a connection a, a little bit with Jesus. Because Jesus was bullied. You know, Jesus was uh, criticized. You know, and even in my ministry, I've, I've had critics. And you, know, you can't be in ministry without having uh, uh, critics and things like that. And so uh, it, it's, it does give you comfort to know that uh, you know, Jesus is kind of in a, in a sense saying, I've been there. I understand what you're going through. You know, because it's important for us to understand that, that life is about uh, walking with Christ. When we think about our faith, it's good to know that we have Christ to walk with us in our lives. And sometimes it's good to know, even through some of the challenging times, that basically that we just have, you know, this, this God that says, I, I know what you're going through. Uh, I've been there. And isn't that nice to know sometimes? So many, like C.S. Lewis, so many of my friendships have been based on uh, the closeness of just being able to communicate and share that we've shared similar experiences. We might not share the exact experience, but we share similar feelings. 
We know what it's like to, to go through things. You know, I, in, in my walks of life, I've met other people that have been, um, you know, had, uh, you know, been bullied as a child and things like that. And, and so we know what that feels like, and we have that commonality. I also, you know, when I was um, a little bit older, I lost a very dear relative of mine, my, my grandmother. Her, her name was actually Grace. And she died when I was young, and it just tore me to shreds. She was someone that I was, as a kid, very, very close to. And she was one of the first people in my life that really, I felt, encouraged me to be myself, to be who I was. And she died. And walking through that grief, there was also a moment there where I could look at Christ and say, Christ has been there. We, we have experiences in the Bible where Christ mourned people. He grieved when he heard about uh, Lazarus, his friend, dying, one of the shortest passages in the Bible, Jesus wept. So we know what that's like. And isn't it nice when we lose somebody that we have other people to console with, to say, I've been there. You know, there's also times of joy, too. There's been times when, you know, I've had uh, really fun times. And... We share those with, the, with each other, too. And the Bible is full of, of Jesus having fun times, too. He's always getting a free meal somewhere. He's always hanging out with other people. And you know that there was laughter. You know that there was joyous times and even sarcasm. Well, he's God. You know, he invented it, so... But you can see that you're walking with Christ during all of these times. You can see that what you have feel, felt in your life, Christ has felt too. That helps me a lot in, in, my, in my lifetime. When, when I lose somebody in my life, that helps me to know that, that Christ knows what that's like. Um. Because it means that Christ understands, that Christ walks with us. I know that, you know, a lot of times we, we try to sell faith as something magical, that once you believe, all of your problems will go away, and you will feel happy, and you will belch rainbows the rest of your life. It doesn't say that in the Bible, does it? As a matter of fact, if we, if we follow Scripture, we see that those closest to Jesus really did not have it comfortable in their life. They had struggles, and many of them sadly ended life as martyrs. Some of them were brutally, brutally killed. And you know what? The one thing that they did have is the knowing that Jesus knew what that felt like. Everything that we feel, Christ felt. That's what's so important. In the times of the first century, people believed in these gods, and what they usually believed is that these gods were incredibly angry, and that in some, some beliefs, the world was actually created out of a god's anger, and that we are the result of God's anger and wrath. But what Jesus told us was something so revolutionary. 
The message of Christ was that God wanted to be present with us, that God wanted to walk this earth with us, that God's starting this new creation, this new kingdom was to be with us, to know how we feel. To say, we have a God that doesn't say, I'm disappointed in you or that you, you really uh, upset me. We have a God that says, I know what you're going through because I've been there. I've been there. I, I know what it feels like to, to experience great joy. I know what it also experiences uh, to, to feel like when you feel a great loss. Everything that we are feeling, we have a God that took it upon himself to feel it, to experience it, to be there for us. Now, if we think of all of the things that we feel in life, some of us, we, come, we came here and this has been a great day. You know, oh, I love snow and bad weather and things like that. Who wants spring? You know, we just come in here and we're all happy. But some of us, we've, we've carried the burdens of the week. Some of us, we've carried the burdens of the morning. Some of us, life isn't that easy right now. Some of us, we look at the news and we just want to, we just want to scream. Some of us are walking in here fearful. We have stresses. We don't know what tomorrow brings. I mean, I looked at the headlines just this morning. You know, nothing sensationalized. I listened to NPR. They're boring. I like that. But it's scary. You know, there's, there's things going on that are concerning, and they worry people. And sometimes we don't know what to do with that worry or that fear. And sometimes we just want to scream. Is that okay? As Christians, is, is that okay? I mean... You go to some churches and it's like, nope, tie straight, you know? How dare you unbutton that top button? You've got to walk the line. You've got to stay a sense of calmness. I am a Christian. I have followed Jesus all of my life. The world is not a problem to me because I have hope in this world. Doesn't that just make you want to vomit? When I was in my 20s, I got a job. I was told I was good with people. And I got a job in an institution where I worked with people that had uh, been uh, abusers and had assaulted people. This was a hard gig. Uh, it was a floor, actually two floors, of an of a, of a institution where everybody in there, they had to have two floors because there were so many of people that had uh, abused people, hurt people, 
uh, and in many ways, I mean, just ruined people's lives. And my job, when you first get there, I don't know if this is like a baptism by fire thing or if it's really just meant to so that you know what's going on. But your job is to hear the story from each and every one of them. You, you meet individually with every, every one of them. And at this time, there was about 45 people in there. And you heard their story of why they were there. And believe it or not, at the same time that I was doing this, I was starting stand-up comedy. Isn't that a weird juxtaposition there? I thought I had it all together. I thought I was supposed to be, you know, this, this, this uh, wisecracking funny guy, and I was going to clubs, you know, and I was performing and stuff. And I was doing pretty, uh, pretty good. Um, not great, but I was doing okay. Uh, and then during the day, I was hearing these horrific, horrific stories. And I would try to tell myself, you know, it's okay. You just have to have joy in your life. You just have to have this. You have to have laughter and all this kind of stuff, and it'll be okay. There was a battle going on. There was a battle going on. There was a part of me that wanted to be positive, and there was another part of me that was going, what is wrong with these people? My God! What? I couldn't hear another story. At, at, one evening, I would be performing. I would be talking to the audience. I would be joking. I would be saying nonsense stuff. And then during the day, I was part of what we would even call takedowns, where the people in the institution would become violent, and we would have to go in there and restrain them. We would get punched. We would get spit on. And we were there to help them. It was weird. I was in my 20s. If you're in your 20s right now, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, at least I didn't. I'm sorry. You're in your 20s. You're smarter than I am. So uh, you're smarter than I am now. So that's... And I'm only 30, so <laughs> I didn't expect that laughter, but <laughs> I was uh, renting a house. It was an older house at this time, and I thought I was handling things pretty well, but there was still this constant, once you heard the stories, you could not get it out of your mind. It was like a bad song. You know, you hear that bad song in your mind, and it just plays over and over again. Well, these were horrific stories. Horrific. Uh, some of them uh, were horrific to what they did, and what I also found out is that some of the people that did these things had these things done to them, and we were seeing a cycle. And once you see that cycle, you're just like, how is this ever going to end? <sighs> And I found myself losing sleep, a lot of sleep. I'd go to the, 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 the clubs, you know, and then I would come home, and I, and I wouldn't sleep. And then I would get up and, and do the same thing. And I found that a lot of the people that I worked with, 
they were self-medicating. Uh, a lot of them were uh, having addiction problems of their own. Uh, and, and some of them just were very unhealthy. Uh, and they were doing things to their lives that were not helpful for, for anybody. And I would come home at night, and I would think about that. And then there was one time where I thought I had it all together. And it was spring. Um, and I went to a window to open it. And it got stuck. I couldn't open the window. It was uh, an older house. It was like painted shut. And before I knew it, I put my fist through it. And I'm sitting there. I'm not a violent guy. I'm scared of everybody. But I'm sitting there looking at my hand, which is now bloodied. And I'm thinking, what have I done? I, I've lost control here. I'm not, I'm not good at this. And it was then that I realized that there are very, very special people with very special gifts that can work in certain areas, but I'm not one of them. I just couldn't do it. I had to grapple with the fact that I was not invincible. <laughs> in 20, you know, sometimes we think we are. And I had to grapple with the fact that I couldn't do it, and the next day I, I went up and I, I quit. But that moment always stuck with me about, man, I really lost control there. I really did a stupid thing. And then when I grew in my faith, I, start, I thought, yeah, that's an example of losing it. I'm a Christian now. Uh, that ain't part of me. I don't, I don't, we don't do that as Christians, you know? Rainbows, we just do nothing but rainbows, you know, and just love and kindness and everything like that. Nothing burns us out. And then there's Jesus. He's in Jerusalem now. He knows his days are numbered. He walks into the city. The first thing that he does is he attacks the religious establishment. He's had it. He's, he knows. He tries to even give hints to his disciples that he's about to die, but they don't really understand what he's saying. But he knows. He knows his mission is about to come to a turning point. And he feels it. He's, he's not this thing that has no feelings. God did not come down on this earth with no feelings. The whole idea was to join with us. That means that Christ felt things, felt everything. He, he felt happiness. He felt sadness. He felt anger. Certain foods even gave him gas. <laughs> it's 
true. Hold the holy finger. But you know, <laughs> you've never heard that in church. <laughs> he is feeling this burden. He is feeling this knowing exactly what is going to happen to him. He is stressed out. And then he goes to this tree. And all he wants is a fig. And the tree says no. And so that brief moment, Christ says, you'll never grow fruit again. That brief moment, Christ shows anger. And he directs it at something that is, it's okay to, to show that. In a sense, this was the moment that Jesus put his fist through a window. And what I get from that is tremendous hope. Because what I get from that is that I had a moment like that where I just kind of, you know, for me it was worse. I really feel like I, I lost it. I feel like Jesus had a little bit more control with that. But because when Jesus did that and he was able to turn and he was able to turn it into a lesson, he was able to talk to the disciples and say, if you have enough faith, you, you can make things like this happen. You can say to that mountain, move. At the time, he's in Jerusalem, so it's a very good, time, very good uh, thought that the mountain that he's actually referring to is Jerusalem. And what he's saying is not, you get to go out there and, you know, you turn your Chevy into a Porsche. What he's saying is that even when you are at a loss, even when you are stressed, even when you think that the world has turned completely against you, you'll get through this. You will get through this, or you'll learn to live with it. What he's saying is, those times that you want to scream, those times that you want to yell, those times that you want to put your fist through a window, I've been there too. And I know what it feels like. And that's why I died for you. That's why the kingdom comes. Because someday, that will be eliminated. But as we are still living the dream, fighting the fight, I know how it feels. Would you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, we love you during the happy times. We, we love you during the tragic, tragic, tragic times. We, we love you during times we can't speak. Help us to... Help us to acknowledge the things that we feel. When we feel happy, help us to feel that. And when we feel like screaming, be with us as we scream. 
Help us through that. And help us know that you are walking with us through all of it. Help us remember you've been there. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen.